Slow Mo is a modern beauty and wellness podcast with the mission to empower listeners to be curious, confident, carefree, and connected to the beauty and wellness industry. Through interviews with real industry professionals, Slow Mo breaks down industry trends, treatments, and products so our listeners can make informed decisions on the next step in their journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Slow Mo. Uh, today, we are very excited to have on our chief injectionist, Terry Salgo, and our injectionist, uh, who I would say is probably one of our first injectionists, um, and we love her. It is Jessica Parm. Thank you, ladies, for joining us. Thanks Thank for you. having us, Nicole. I, I'll probably get in trouble by other injectionists saying my favorite. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love to be favorites. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you ladies for coming. I'm so excited because today is a day we're going to kind of talk about um, things that are trending and out there, but really they just have some new names to them. Uh, Russian lips. We're going to talk about lip flips and the gummy smile. Um, and no, you two have been doing both of these things for a very long time. But before we get into it, tell everyone a little bit about you, Terry, your experience, where you've been, what you've been doing um, over the last, gosh, is it 17 years now? Well, 17 or 18 as far as doing yes injectables. Um, but prior to that, I guess I've been a nurse about 36, 37. <laughs> um, open heart and critical care was my, you know, first love in the beginning. But this has become just such a great transition as life has, you know, gone on. I love doing what I do and now training all these young nurses. I think we have five or six at Urban U and they're all just outstanding personalities and really um, moving forward in the, in their, their, um, their skill set. And I love watching how they're all growing, but yes, I have been injecting for about 16, 17 years. Um, uh, I am an Allergan uh, trainer as far as helping out with their um, um, education pieces for events and dinner events. Um, but I also uh, train other nurses uh, and PAs and MPs on the art of injectables. So I uh, just love doing what I'm doing. I always call you Terry's the best in the West, West Michigan. <laughs> best in the West. <laughs> the best in the Gotta West. Get, get out my six shooters. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, and one of the first people that you had trained, obviously, was Jessica, or Jess. We call her Jess Parm. So tell us a little bit about you, Jess. So I have been a nurse for about 16 years now. Um, I worked wow. in the ICU for a couple years. Um, I worked in interventional radiology for about eight years, and I worked in plastic surgery for about five years, and I've been now injecting with Urban U for two and a half years, trained by the best in the West, Terry, um, <laughs> who I absolutely adore. Terry just, um, like, you. tried and true, got some grit, learned all this stuff the hard way, and is um, gracious enough to share her knowledge with all of us and make it easy for us well I think that's the one thing you're excited about Terry is being able to transition some of this knowledge I know it's definitely uh, a knowledge base you have up there like you were really one of the first out there in my opinion Mm -hmm. uh, especially in West Michigan doing you know doing uh, injectables and I know it's it's changed a ton over the years Uh, tell us a little bit about the changes you've seen if there are anything from when you started to now, like what's one of the biggest differences you've seen? Oh, I, I think the greatest thing is one, one, one thing, there's more people out there doing it. 
uh, knowledge. People are not afraid anymore of Botox. When I first started, people were like, oh, Botox, I can't do that. Now they realize how safe it is to do and everything that we can do with the Botox and all the different areas that keep getting FDA approved for Botox. That's amazing, just health-wise. Yeah. Uh, outside of the cosmetic world, that's great. But also the things that we can do now non-surgically, not just with Botox, but with the fillers how we can lift people's cheeks and do just a beautiful transformation without them having to go the whole facelift route and not changing the total appearance. Yes, there's still a very important place for facelifts, but what we can do with volume and contouring and contouring lips and have people have instant gratification and walk out of the office, you know, with this, um, this wonderful volume back into an area that they lost. And we didn't have all those tools. When we started, there was just one or two fillers out there in the market. And there was just one Botox. Now we have four different kinds of Botox that's out there. We have many different kinds of fillers that can do different things. So that's been a fun thing to watch all the different areas we can do and all the different um, things we can now create with, with these tools that have been yeah. given to us. It used to be a lot of things off label. It was called right that you were doing. Mm -hmm. And now a lot of those things are on label because they're getting approved. I remember even since we opened Urban U, uh, someone was saying, well, the, this is approved now. I'm like, wait a second. I thought that was always approved, but it's one of those industries that um, talking about the best in the West, kind of the wild West for a little bit as things were like, how do we use these neurotoxins and these fillers? And what does that look like? Like you said, non-invasively for surgery i mean how awesome is it you can go in and then leave in the same day really like literally there's no downtime i mean that's just amazing to me so true and like you said it was it started a lot out west and as things did progress you know over to the east you know we really started to pick up and now it's everywhere and it's just like a common household name where it was never before well and to that i would say jess you have been I love watching your growth and just seeing from when you started to where you are now. I always um, I'm observant of you as a person and you're, you're a big learner. I know you love to learn, um, but you're also empathetic with your guests and trying to understand what they want. And, you know, is this really something that you quote unquote need, right? Uh, but you're really good at finding the trends that are going on. Tell us kind of what you're seeing um, in trends and lips. Yeah, well, thank you for saying all that, Nicole. Um, so I think really the newer injectors are at kind of an advantage. Poor Terry really had to, you know, bust her butt to get to where she is. But I think now with social media, there's really um, so much information out there and it's just kind of up for grabs. So there's so many um, injectors that I follow that... Um, you know, from all over the world, really, that, you know, throw out their pearls of wisdom and injection tips that they've, you know, got over years and years of injecting. And that, that's just kind of all out there. So it's really, um, you know, beneficial for me just to kind of be in that social media realm. And, you know, I kind of try to keep up on my social media um, as well, but there's just so many good resources out there now. So um, a lot of different tricks of the trade are kind of coming out so there are things like um, lips are really big obviously there's a lot of um, focus on lips thanks to I hate to say it but the Kardashians you know um, <laughs> they put a lot of um, they shed a lot of light on this, this lip thing so um, I love doing lips I do a lot of them but um, the Russian lip 
technique is something that's kind of new and has gotten a lot of limelight recently, which is really a technique that um, we've been doing, but I think it's just done a little differently and they, they gave it a name. So that's a technique that Terry and I both use quite a bit. Um, a lot of times in conjunction with other injecting techniques, just kind of based on what the client is looking for when they come in. But along with, you know, doing fillers in the lips, there's a lot of things you can do around the mouth with Botox as well. So I have some clients that come in and they don't like their smile because their gums show too much when they smile. And that's something that's twice as prevalent in women as men to have that gummy smile. And that's something that can be really corrected quite easily with just a few pokes with Botox. Um, it lasts six to eight weeks because anytime you're using a small amount of Botox, it can wear off a little bit quicker. But um, we have this kind of neat little trick we do where we inject a couple units along the upper lip line and then a couple units on the sides of the nose for that gummy smile. And those two injections together will keep the lip from lifting so high when you smile so that you have less gummy show. And then it also kind of creates a little bit of aversion to that top lip so that you're getting a little bit more pink show by just kind of relaxing that muscle, you know, your lip muscle. So, which is so funny. First of all, I want to say when you first told me about gummy, the gummy smile, like literally I was like, what does a smile look like on a gummy bear? Like, I'm like, why are they talking about gummy? <laughs> so I was like, what the heck is she talking about? But it makes sense that when you're smiling, like you said, you can see the the gums there, right? right. So that's, that's anyone who might have that. But as you're saying, the conjunction of filler and Botox, and just so people know, Terry, why don't you tell us a little bit about the difference between Botox? Not to, I mean, we don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but mm -hmm what a neurotoxin does compared to a filler. Cause I think a lot of people think of Botox just like around the eyes and face, but it obviously can go anywhere. Oh, absolutely. Well, like she said, like for the gummy smile, what we want to relax is the muscle. So we put like um, just a couple of little units into what's called the Yonsei point, which you really don't need to know that, that term, but it's right at the corner of the nose. Well, what that Botox does is it works on the actual muscle relaxing. So therefore the lip can come down and it's not pulling up so much. Botox around the eyes, you know, into the crow's feet or in your glabella region um, or TMJ, a lot's coming forward with TMJ. Botox will relax the muscle. It stops an acetylcholine release from the muscle. When the muscle can't contract, it can't make that fine line, that wrinkle. And therefore, when that relaxes, everything starts to slowly smooth out. And then those lines fill in with healthy skin cells. So you're not creating that wound over and over again. Where filler is fabulous. And you can use it in conjunction with Botox in many different areas. And Jess is very good about doing this too. We constantly are using both Botox and filler in the lip area. One maybe to flip the lip. One maybe to give the volume or back, you know, enhance and, um, you know, the, the lip area with more volume, uh, keep it looking more hydrated and plump. Uh, the filler is instant gratification where Botox takes anywhere from, you know, a couple of days to start to set into 14 days to reach its full effect and it's only temporary. The filler is almost instant. They see it immediately before they leave and it can last anywhere from six months to a year, sometimes even longer based on some of the different fillers that we have. So filler so, is used with a hyaluronic acid, which is very, has a great affinity to water. So it, it just, um, it is very hydrating and it's, it's just a great, um, a great product to use. Well, when you're talking specifically in the lips, like we, over time, right, as we age, we just lose 
some of that uh, volume, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. this just, uh, filler is just what it is, fills it up a bit. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'm going to ask Terry this. Tell me what Russian lips is and how you kind of do it. Because when I, again, when I've seen some of the pictures, I'm like, I'm not sure that would look good on me. Or, you know, I just, I'm trying to picture the face that it might look good on. And then I've seen some people who have done it and I'm like, oh, wow, that looks perfect on you. So tell me a little bit about Russian lips. Well, it's a little bit of a different technique. I mean, the Russian lip, it's kind of, kind of also gotten the name Russian doll lip technique. It's like a specific technique. It just shape the lips into like more subtle, like heart shape with more volume, kind of more near the center. And um, we, w- the way we kind of do, you really have to have an experienced injector to do this. So really do your research. I really take pride that we here in GR are uh, one of the main providers that are doing the Russian technique. Um, it's really a specialized technique that Urban U, um, all our locations, we do use this to enhance the lips. But where it, 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 it's different from the traditional filler is we're making very little aliquots, some linear threads that we are, that we are creating into the lip. And um, these little multiple threads of the, um, the filler are kind of going, we're going um, vertically from the top of the vermilion border into the lip and little tiny aliquots are brought to the outside, therefore lifting up the lip area um, more subtle for the, for, the, for the, you know, the woman who wants to have that a little more volume there. You, you can do this on a patient who's had her lips filled before. Ideally, it really is nice to do on what we call virgin lips, someone who's never had it before. But if they've had fillers in the past, absolutely, I don't want to deter them from that coming in saying, hey, I'd like a little Russian lip flip. We just won't get quite the um, distinct um, result that we, you know, usually would want. But it really only takes about 30 to 45 minutes to do. It's just, uh, there's a few more pokes to do that. But once again, our fillers have lidocaine in it. Um, also, we do have a very, very good um, numbing cream that we put on beforehand with a little lidocaine and tetracaine and let that sit for about 15 minutes. And most of our clients, they really say after the first or second poke, it's just very tiny because it's with such a fine needle that they really don't hardly feel that much. They say this isn't, you know, it isn't bad at all. And then they see the instant results when it's done. Um, usually the Russian lips typically, typically again, last anywhere from six months to two years, you know, based on their choice of, of filler. Um, once again, all our fillers are FDA approved. And um, I think uh, we've seen some great results with these. Uh, Jess, Jess has been doing a beautiful job. Um, you know, both her and I kind of have a passion for doing lips. And I'm finding all the new nurses I'm training, one of the first things they want to learn after they learn the Botox is lips. I don't blame. I, it's, it's fun. Like you said, it's instant gratification. Just tell us a little bit about the Russian lips on your side. Like, what have you kind of seen? Is it still trending? Is it, you know, are people wanting um, that or are they kind of, you kind of seeing a, a variety of uh, apps? I think it is definitely still trending. And I think just lips in general, this is not something that's going to go away anytime soon. So if there's any other fun names that can be thrown on different techniques, um, it will just bring that technique to light and and everybody will be asking for that. So, yeah. And I think, you know, like Terry said, that Russian lip technique, um, some people don't like the look of that. Some people love the look of that, you know, so it's all about preference. And Terry and I, I think are both really good at figuring out what it is the clients want. Some people want something super subtle. They don't want anyone to, to really notice. They just want it to be kind of hydrated and plumped. Um, you know, some people 
yeah, put as much as you can in there. I want a big pouty lip. You know, I want my top and bottom to be the same size, you know, so we can really fine tune the treatment plan based on whatever the client wants with either just filler or just Botox or a combination of the two. Do you find that um, people come in with a look, they're like, oh, I want this Russian lip and you're doing that or you say, well, based on your, your, tell me a little bit about that consultation. Like when someone's coming in, are you saying, yeah, that's, that's going to be great on you. You have the right face. Um, or is it, you know, again, I know lips are going to look different on each person. So tell us about what that process Yeah, I always like. appreciate when people bring in pictures to show me what they do like and what they don't like. But I think it's important after we assess those pictures together that we assess the client together. So I like to hand the client a mirror and we just kind of talk about what do you like, what don't you like, you know, and if we just kind of go over lip anatomy, that kind of gives them an idea too of, oh, I didn't really think about that. Yeah, I guess I do like that. Or that's not something I'm interested in. Um, and then, you know, every now and then you get someone who's like, I don't really know what I want. I just trust you. Just do what you think. So, <laughs> right. Definitely. Which is great. But, but also sometimes we have to make it realistic too. And we, we pride ourselves on, you know, showing them like, like just says, showing them the anatomy sometimes it's not conducive to their lips they really have we have to start with building a structure first they have a very very fine tiny little upper lip everybody's you know different and and we have to say okay we have to start with this first build this up before we can you know <laughs> move mountains here you know and 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 the, the, they then they, when they realize that we have the realistic expectations um i think they're much more happier you know, in or the when we end. get a picture, just does I, a great job with her. Yes. If we get a picture and they bring to us and it's clearly somebody who's had maybe three or four syringes <laughs> pretty close together. So yes. I think, you know, <laughs> being realistic about what our end result can be and, and also kind of putting into place a plan of action for them and to how we can kind of get closer to that end result. Well, and mm -hmm. talking about that, you said, okay, fillers can last depending on the products. There's multiple products out there and we can talk, I guess, um, briefly about what those products are. I know there's a few different categories, but you're saying six months to two years. What does it, you know, again, it's a variety of products, but um, one thing I love about filler, I'll just say in regards, especially in the lips, is if I don't like it, I can change it, right? And you're saying, mm -hmm. you know, people are coming in for more. I mean, do you, I guess it's a long-winded question. I guess, knowing a little bit more about fillers and what types go where is important, I think, for people. Like you said, Jess, they just want the end results, but also expectations of how long it lasts. And then, you know, do you do it all at once or do you kind of go, let's go slow and, and then we'll build on this? Because I know it can't, I've seen people be addicted to it, right? I mean, you get mm -hmm. a certain look and you're like, I don't, I want more. So that's a three-part question, so you guys can divide that. <laughs> I think it really just depends on their lips to start with. You know, if there's somebody who wants a really big augmented lip, it's really easy to use a full syringe on that first time. You know, I heard somebody use the analogy of a stocking. So think of an empty stocking. It's pretty easy just to throw some gifts in there, right? Um, it's when we when that stocking's pretty full and we're adding in a little more of that you know, a little more strategy takes place. And there's a point at which it gets so full that it's just not really safe to inject anymore. And, you know, I have a few clients where I'm like, you know, I think next time we need to wait a little bit longer 
um, we need to really let these soften up. You're, it's feeling a little too full and I just don't want to have any issues. So, you know, and just being honest with them and it's all in the name of safety and they understand that, I think. Mm -hmm. So Terry, you can take the other parts of the question I missed. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm trying to remember what the other part was. I was just, I was just, just loving, a little bit of I was just loving type... listening to you. Aw, thanks. <laughs> Makes me well, so the happy. different types of fillers too. Like yeah. you said, I mean, just because people do need to understand there's a price difference, which means, you know, a longevity difference. And there's also a softness difference too, right? Right. You know, it's very important to come in, like we said, a really thorough, like, you know, assessment with them. And then also sometimes it's a price point too, because there's some fillers that are a little less in the price point, but that doesn't mean that they're not any more effective um you know for someone who wants a very 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 plump lip we have some different products of hyaluronic acid that will really plump them up but if someone if we're looking she's like just i want to have my lips look a little bit better but i don't want my husband to know or i don't want my friends to know but i just need to have a little bit more there you know we might go with this other product it might, might cost a little more but it's very softer a little more subtle Maybe they're coming in with just the fine lines on, on the upper vermilion border that are, you know, vertically coming down and they want to get rid of those. So we have to go with this product that would be best for them. So, um, you know, and some of those products will last longer than others. And also people's metabolism. It's amazing. You know, we have the marathoner or the person who has to work out so many hours a day. They might go through their filler a little bit longer, you know, or I mean, faster. Faster. Than some yeah. Of those. yeah, that's what I meant. But then we also have first timers. We always tell first timers. It will be gone probably by, by six months, your first time. If you get longer out of it, that is great. We would love to see that happen. But you're probably going to want to come back in around the fifth month to get a little more. And it's usually that second filler that we put in them. I don't know what it is, Jess. You, I know you see it too. But it just seems like, wow, now, you know, now we have the lips. They, they're, they're happy where they're at. The volume looks, you know just right and and it lasts longer yeah i think there's them. something to be said to maybe layering the filler in there and having filler in there that mm -hmm. um is partially broken down versus brand new filler um i don't know it seems to just last a little bit longer when you've got it layered in there a little bit mm -hmm. so you can kind of shape it the way you want so mm -hmm. i think that's yeah that's a great great thing for people to remember you're going to go on once and it might not look exactly you'll get you'll get close to it right mm -hmm. but then the next time you go in um, as you said, there's something about kind of layering those products and timing of them. So well, sometimes, what Nicole, well, sometimes oh, Nicole, just real quick, sometimes women come in and we have to start, like I said, they have very small lips. We start with the structure and, you know, we tell them we're going to put a whole syringe in and they're like a whole syringe. Well, really it takes four or five of those syringes to fill up a teaspoon. You know, they come pre-filled and they're like really a whole syringe and they're shocked that a whole syringe was able to go in there and, you know, where it looks. And then we say, now, now get used to having the lip back again. This is for someone who has a very, very small lip. Now let's wait four or five months. Now let's put this other one in and like even layer that way and create and give you more of that Cupid's bow, you know, that, that pretty angle there. Uh, fill maybe your filtral columns or the columns that come from the peak of your lip up to your nose and kind of helps lift and flip that lip up that way too. You know, give them that extra structure and they're very happy with it. I'm sorry, you were going to ask about men. No, no, <laughs> no, I, no, I yeah. think you're right. I think the other thing is, is, you know, to that point, I mean, between the Russian lips and, you know, all the the lip flips and things we're talking about in regards to what's right for somebody, you know, it's, it's also, I see just hearing kind of trends and what's going on. People are really wanting that natural look. They, they literally mm -hmm. want it used to be, like you said, Jess, the Kardashians, like, give me, give it all to me. Right. Um, but now I think people just want, actually want to come in, get it done and have no one notice it. 
They just mm-hmm. want to look overall better. They don't mm-hmm. want people to know what it but is. But let me about. tell you something about that request. I don't want anyone to know, <laughs> you know, I want it subtle. This is how, this is how lip filler heals. So we inject your lips. And Terry, you know exactly what I'm going to say. Yes. So we inject I know, your I lips. Know. The day after, um, the next morning is really when you're going to have the most swelling. You've just laid flat. Your lips have been poked. So they're going to be swollen. And that varies depending on the person and the type of filler. But there's going to be swelling that next day. It can last a couple days. But after that next morning, that swelling starts to go down. You may have a little bit of bruising. Um and then about a week or so later, all of a sudden that swelling's gone and then you're calling us because you want to come back in and get more filler because you want your day three lips. Right, Terry? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then oh, we, yeah. Don't, we then see it all the time. Anybody knows, like, who cares? Put it in there. I love that day three lip. <laughs> that's so funny I, I guess the question is how do you get that because like you don't remember you don't even know what they look like them but you know it's just a, enough to have a little bit more that's what they yes. want they yeah. just want a little bit more so and that's what we're willing to do and yeah. then sometimes like we said in conjunction we may throw in a little botox to that upper lip which gives that extra little lip flip and maybe that's what might also give them and enhance what they're what they're looking for it's just a couple little uh drops maybe six to six units to that upper lip you know and um uh, in a you know so many days it just gives a very uh relaxes that uh part of that upper lip and it just kind of helps that lip roll slightly upward you know so it just gives that little extra more volume and maybe that's all they need to get to get to that definition that they're and again for. i don't think we mentioned i gotta go look in the mirror <laughs> i think i need lips and i don't <laughs> think we mentioned um that botox around the mouth to the lips um lasts about six to eight weeks so it's not going to last as long but it's definitely like baby steps you know, in there. And it's one of the easiest ways, again, to fix that gummy smile. Mm-hmm. So, and I was going to ask um, about men. Tell me mm-hmm. about men coming in. I do see some of your before and afters and seeing you are having more and more men. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, much I so. think so. Yeah. More and more men. And you go. go ahead. I was going to say, I think for men, um, <laughs> it's more of like the contouring. So it's more of like the strong jaw, masculine chin. We get a little bit of lips for men here and there. But I think also then they're mm-hmm. worried about like the downturned mouth where there's a muscle kind of that runs from the corner of your mouth down to your to your jawline that can kind of pull down the corners of the mouth. So guys don't like that so much. Um, but as far as lip injections, once in a while. Mm -hmm. I'd say more with men, you know, same thing, West Coast, East Coast, um, very, very prominent. It's almost like 50-50, 50% men, 50% women are doing Botox on on the West Coast. We're not quite there, you know, here in West Michigan, but we're seeing so much more and more and more of men and they're coming in more for the Botox. And then literally, I'm not lying, once they get it, they're hooked. They're like, why didn't I do this sooner? You know, I've, I've had this, you know, all these lines on my forehead or I've been suffering with headaches. So we kind of start with them there or they're, they're having some lines that we may have to help fill because they're so deep. Um, and so that's what we're seeing yeah. more with the men. Well, and I just like, like women, right. They, they lose a little bit of that plumpness in their lips too. So I think, um, you know, men want to look natural, right. So they don't mm-hmm. want all of that. Um, but I, I, I could see, I could see men coming in for it. And I've seen some of your before and afters of, of the lips. Okay. This is totally off label. You guys are going to kill me, but we're going to talk mm-hmm. about it. Are people getting fillers in the other lips? Hmm. Not with me. <laughs> they're not. I've seen 
Not with you. Yeah. No, and I know it's totally off label, but I've seen some, I've seen on Instagram where there is some places doing that, putting a little filler. Um, not saying we're going to be doing it at Urban U, but mm. you know, have you guys heard anything about that or uh, trending uh, ideas toward what you think about that? All I can say is ouch. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? right? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how I, I know when it comes to me. I think I feel more better saying, mm, let's, I'd rather be more on the laser, lasering that yeah. area and tightening and that, that aspect. Um, if that's, right. if we're all talking the opposite end. Um, but uh, yes, I, I, I know that there has been some things with that, but I, I, I haven't heard a lot. And when I, when we yeah. go to these courses, it doesn't seem like a lot of the um, big places around are doing that, but maybe again, maybe it's something that just hasn't made its way, you know, here. I am always surprised what starts on the East Coast, West Coast, and then eventually gets here. You know, we're so conservative in West Michigan. I don't know if it will be <laughs> a trend, but, I, you know, I'm always surprised what does make its way to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thank you, ladies, so much. We appreciate Absolutely. your time and just talking about the trends. And we look forward to doing, uh, like you said, Jess, whatever we what name comes up next, we can kind of uh, help people understand and break down the myths and the truths about uh, – what is behind those names like Russian lips? It's really behind it. And to your point, Terry, you've been doing mm-hmm. Russian lips for years, right? Mm-hmm. But just it was not that name. So, well, see, um, Jess, Jess and I are working on a, a new new little trend that we found with lips, and we're we're going to name something before long. Just what, stay stay exactly. tuned. <laughs> we have we have big plans to to do something. <laughs> well, you you know the marketer in me is extremely excited to hear what that is. So, okay. Well, we appreciate you ladies coming on and sharing your knowledge of um, thanks for having fillers. us thank you nicole thank you so thank much thank you take care all right we hope you found today's episode helpful and that you know more than you did before be sure to check us out on our blogcast where you can find additional content connected to this episode at theurbanu.com Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you choose to hear our most recent updates. Leave us a review and share it. Share it with your girlfriends, share it with your significant other, and share it with your grandma. If you have any thoughts on today's episode or topics you'd like us to discuss, send us a DM on Instagram. Thanks for listening.